For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure you select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes every Thursday. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 133. Woo! And this is a very super special episode because we are working on wrapping up, kind of, uh, animated movie month, animated show month, and we have a super special guest on tonight. Yep, just in time for International Women's Day. Didn't know that that was this week, but uh, saw that it was yesterday, and I'm like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> we have our first female co-host in the history of Submersion joining us tonight, the lovely Amber Court ASMR. Hi, Courtney. Hi, guys. Uh, I really thought y'all planned that out with the whole <laughs> International Women's Day thing. But good to know that you didn't. <laughs> we did not. No, we, we I even let you pick the date that you wanted to, to come on, so oh, you can yeah, confirm. Oh, yeah, I did do that. I, mean, I, I did that on purpose then. Destiny. Yeah. But, uh, it's your destiny, Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you know that quote? That's the first quote of the night. Anybody got it? I don't no, know that one. Destiny, Destiny. Finding Dory. Come on. Oh. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it. That one. Oh, it's the best Pixar movie ever. All right. Eh, maybe. We'll put that up to Courtney. What's the what's the best Pixar movie ever? Uh, Toy Story all the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shots it. fired, Zach. Never, never saw, saw it. it. He's My a liar. Ass, yeah. Never saw that. <laughs> Get out of here. Everybody's seen that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we did not coordinate that, but it is a happy accident. So there's been a lot of those things that we've actually had that were like, wow, that was ironic timing. Um, yeah. It's like they're planned. It's like. Somebody's behind the scenes making it all work. Kyle, did you say that there was a lot of funny times that that happened? Funny? Is that what you said was funny or just... I don't don't think so. Did I? Did he say funny? I think he's going to play a funny sound clip. No, no, no. I was just saying funny because it wasn't Sean Connery, his death, something that happened? Yeah, but we... It wasn't funny, Kyle. What? All right, whatever. I don't even know what's going on. I Never think the mind. one I'm you might be thinking of is Max von Sydow. We did a movie with Max von Sydow, and then like a week later, he died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Sean Connery did the birthday giveaway. That's what it was. Sorry, away. scratch that. Good thing this isn't live. <laughs> right. But it Edited is. out, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. uh, wow. Get the, getting this back on the rails, though, uh, Courtney is a ASMR artist, uh, got a burgeoning YouTube channel uh, that she is uh, building, and uh, we've, we've got her on tonight. Uh, kind of works out. You know, you got you to be silent on a submarine. Well, ASMR artists are uh, typically dabbling in the ways of whispering and everything. Uh, but here to inform us a little bit about it, and uh, we're going to be doing an interview, and we've got a very special event, uh, a special game that we're going to be doing after our recap tonight that, Kyle, I can see him gleefully smiling there. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, she has no clue what it is, and I think we're all pretty excited about it. I'm yes. pumped. Oh, my God. I'm like, 
I've never been more excited to be on this podcast than tonight. That's why I'm like scrambling to get here because I was yeah, like, I, 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 I have to be here for what we have planned. Yeah, Kyle, I'm, Kyle, I'm, even, Kyle told us not to look when he was like testing something out. And I'm pretty sure I totally under delivered compared to what the glimpses I saw of everyone else's clips. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my God. So you can go first with mine I, when I it comes wait. to it. <laughs> don't give her any hints. But no, no hints. Yeah. That being said, uh, Courtney, for those of us that don't know anything about ASMR or just don't know you in general, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what ASMR is, and how you got into it. Okay, so uh, obviously I'm Ambercore ASMR. I actually started my channel back in November. Um, I've been watching ASMR probably for three years now, and ASMR actually stands for Autonomous uh, Sensory Meridian Response, which is kind of, it's like this tingly feeling that you get uh, when you hear certain sounds or see uh, certain visuals. Um, but I actually, I've been doing it since November, and um, I, the way I got into it was actually a few years ago, I was on YouTube looking through random videos, and Cardi B was doing this interview with W Magazine, and she did, an, like, the entire interview was ASMR, and I'd never heard it before. And I don't know if you've heard Cardi B talk, but I've never heard right. her be that quiet before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so uh, they had her doing all of these different like whispering things. She was holding a rug at one point and like scratching it up against the mic. And I'm like, what is this? I love the way this sounds, <laughs> but this is the strangest thing I've ever watched. And that's I, that was actually my first experience as well. I saw that video and that was the first time I'd ever heard it. I would say I had the opposite response though. And <laughs> uh, was put off in a lot of ways by what I was experiencing, but you had yeah. the you had a positive experience. Yeah, I had a positive experience. I remember later that day, my husband came home, and I'm like, "You have to watch this. Like, you're you're gonna you're not gonna believe how quiet Cardi B is in this interview." And he started <laughs> listening to it. And he's like, "Turn that off. I can't. That's like nails <laughs> on a chalkboard to me. I'm never. I can't listen to that." So I definitely understand that. <laughs> So uh, real quick, Courtney, so was that like that moment in your life? Was that really like a, like a, like just like, do you, can you picture it in your mind? Like it was that definitive of a event? Yeah, I think cause I had never really, I've never really like felt that sort of like tingly feeling that you get with ASMR. I've never felt that before other than like, like, um, maybe like getting them uh, like a massage. Like, I don't know, it's just like a relaxing feeling. You feel very like zen. And I'd never gotten that feeling from just a sound or just like a visual cue. And I was like, wow, I'm so relaxed right now. Let me just listen to this all day, every day for the rest of my life and I can I can do anything. See, that's awesome. That's so cool that you had that experience. Like, could you, now I don't know if you do this or not, but like, did you ever like meditate beforehand or like, like, was, is there any kind of connection like that that you can kind of, if anyone, if anyone listening that they don't know about ASMR at all? Like, cause I'm just so, curious about it. So ASMR actually, um, I've done a, but when I first started getting into it, I uh, did some research on it and, ASMR is really good for uh, anxiety and stress and depression. Uh, it also helps with IBS. I, I don't know that. I don't understand how. I didn't look into that part, but it helps with IBS if you have that issue. Um, 
I have really bad anxiety. Uh, I've had it all my life and at night it's always been the worst. And so anytime I feel like I'm at my highest stress level, as soon as I put ASMR on, it just calms me down a lot. So before, like if I'm gonna watch ASMR, I'd, I don't necessarily, I'm not meditating or relaxed beforehand. It's what, um, it's what I do to get to that point. Okay. That's yeah. awesome to hear. Seriously, that, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there'll be more uh, questions and answers with uh, with Courtney on that topic after our recap. But we are going to continue our animation uh, month uh, with a show that was near and dear to her heart and one that we uh, was on the top of our minds when we started this podcast uh, in terms of examples of submarines in uh, cartoons and animation. So we have a very iconic episode queued up for you after we dive our sub here. Is it time already? It's I, time. I think so, yeah. Unless anybody Seriously, needs to weigh in on what's time? going on. This it's is my time. new thing. I'm going to dive it. You're diving it? I'm diving it. So start it. Dive it! What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. You gotta get my face on there, Kyle. I'll get your... All right, dude. Wow. You take it easy. I'll he's get one your of the, face he's on He's one there. of the originals. Or, well, I, will, I guess... Start my own app podcast if I have to. You did. That's how I. That's you inspired me to start this one. Damn actually, it! So you're right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um. All right. So, Courtney, do you want to take the honors? As what to did what we, we watched? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so we watched the Magic School Bus, specifically uh, episodes three and four from season one. Uh, episode three is called Inside Ralphie. Uh, it debuted in 1994 and then uh, Gets Eaten came out a week later, also in 1994. The good. Magic School Bus. Miss Frizzle, Ralphie, what the heck's a little redhead kid's name? He's like, <laughs> Arnold. Oh, I, wish I, didn't, I wish I didn't come in today. Arnold. 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 Yeah. Arnold. Like, he's the Arnold from Arnold Palmer. Come on. Right. That's him? Yeah. God, dude, now it all makes sense. A cartoon yeah, character, not a golfer. Be one, of the, one of the greatest golfers of all time. And he's a nervous kid because his teacher took him on a magic school bus all well, the time. Well, he's an, he's an audience stand-in. I feel like early in the season, it actually makes a lot of sense. Because all the other kids seem to immediately accept the fact that they have this magic school bus that shrinks them down to tiny, and they're getting chased <laughs> by monsters. And he's the only one like, this sucks, I don't like it. <laughs> Dude, but it's pretty great. Um, we can, we'll talk about it later or whatever. But how nonchalant most of the people are right. when their lives are in danger. It's like, <laughs> well, no, it just—I mean, even in the first Typical one, inside day. Ralphie, Ralphie's sick, and then he's sitting in bed, and he's like, "I'm sick." And a school bus, a tiny school bus, flies into the his room Hold on, with all, all right, of his friends, on. tiny, like little tiny people, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah that's obviously, yeah, makes sense." That'd be wild. Very Should iconic start, episode. Just, Very iconic yeah. episode. Everyone I talked to about this 
agree that this is probably the most memorable episode from the entire series series yep. for them. Um, I will. No, I mean, I think the, the first bunch from this, like I, the one I remember the most is for lunch. The one prior to this, it's the okay. one where they go this through is the, the only um, episode I remembered from the show. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like the what, what, what all, uh, what all was in the for lunch episode, Jamie? That's when they go into Arnold. So they go through okay. the digestive system yep. of Arnold. That's the one that I remember the most. Oh crap. Uh, Maybe that's what I thought of. No, well, I thought one, of, when, when I thought of that one Ralphia, as well. I thought it was, I thought it was that, but then, yeah. And this one, this one's memorable as well. The inside Ralphie. I didn't remember the get eaten one, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't either. All right, let's tear into this thing. All right. I'm going to try to do this quick. <clears throat> but before we go in, it was kind of funny going through. If you, anyone wants to have some fun with the Wikipedia page, they list guest stars and such memorable guest stars of magic school bus, such as Ed Bagley Jr., the the star, the, the actor star that everyone's begging for uh, as children. Carol Channing, Dom DeLuise. It's basically all the guest stars of Magic School Bus are for like mm-hmm. 80-year-olds. Uh, it's a children's show. But anyways, so we do we start with uh, Inside Ralphie. Uh, this one, Ralphie, he's like crushing it, or not really. He need they need they have he's like the broadcast kid. He's like super into it and basically promised for broadcast day where they're gonna do a live show, kind of like what we're doing here. Uh, he's going to deliver, and he's basically like, what should I do? He originally had an idea of a submarine podcast, but he was like, no way. He threw that out, and he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what am I going to do? And so he's clicking, clacking away in his computer, but he's also starting to cough. He's like, oh, 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 clearly sick. And his mom comes in. His mom's a doctor. It's basically like, uh, I'm a doctor. You aren't going to school because you're clearly sick. Also, drink this medicine. It cures you. And go to sleep. And so Ralphie's sitting there and basically is like, uh incapacitated but he's like what am i going to do i promise broadcast day meanwhile at school all the kids pile in and they're like thank god ralphie took over broadcast day because we have no idea what we're doing and it's all on him and all of a sudden miss frizzle she gets a phone call she like finds the phone there's liz the lizard uh sitting on top of the phone call and there it is that's the uh, doctor mom basically being like ralphie's not coming in and she's like oh that's fine whatever uh, and all the kids are like, what? Ralphie's not coming to school. What are we going to do for broadcast day? And then Miss Frizzle's like, let's take broadcast day to Ralphie. And so they all pile in on the school bus. Not so magic yet. And they go out there. So Ralphie's sitting there and he's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be doing all this day. But he hears from outside the window, all his friends, they're sitting out there mm-hmm. waving at him. And he's like, oh no, now I still have to do broadcast day. Made me think and of so- School of Rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they come up there, they set up all the broadcast stuff, uh, and they're basically like, uh, so we're doing uh, broadcast day now. And Ralphie's like, oh, yeah, no, I got a really great idea, but oh, I'm really sick. I'm not really sure I can do it. And Miss Russell's like, don't even worry about it. We got the inside scoop. And we're like, whoa, we know what's happening now. And Arnold's like, I got a bad feeling about this, which is basically what Arnold says all the time about his field, the field trips. And they pile onto the school bus, and the school bus gets super tiny, flies in the window, and she, they're like, oh, we're getting the inside scoop. And he's like, oh, I know what you mean. You're going to go inside me. That's the inside scoop. And so they first fly into his mouth. And they go mm-hmm. in. And the first thing they see is they're reporting live from the scene is uh, his mouth, his, his throat is really swollen. It's like big, red and swollen. They're like, oh, what a, what a swollen, gross mouth. And then they, he coughs and, or sneezes and uh, coughs them out. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. There's, we, we can't get in there. We can't get in there because he's coughing so much. How are we going to get in there? And they're like, ah, I got an idea. I got a cut on my leg, and it's clearly oozing blood. It's a giant gash that has direct access to my Dude, circulatory this part system. Was just, 
outrageous, man. Yeah. In a children's show, it's you like have a, a bus submerging in a pool of blood. <laughs> yeah. Like into an open gash on a kid's leg. It's yeah. like I was, I was, I was sitting there watching it. Yeah, I was like, a little concerned damn. about his ability to, to scab, considering he had a band-aid on this thing, but it's just a pool of blood at that point. I was like, what? It doesn't have to even get, dig into his scab, which I guess would have been even grosser for children. That would As it like great digs if they into rip the, it off. Yeah, drills in. But anyways, they, they just dive right into that. They find they shrink smaller, 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 and all of a sudden they're small enough to get into the uh, the, the capillaries. They go through the capillaries and, and eventually come out into the circulatory system. And they're in a blood vessel and they're like moving around like, oh, we're going to get all the way up to his his throat from here. And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. So they're going along and they're seeing red blood cells. They're seeing white blood cells. They're seeing platelets. They're naming it. We're learning. <laughs> we're living. We're loving. The mom comes in and is basically like, um, what's going on here? He's like, they covered everything up. And he's like, oh, don't say my name. Don't say my name. Because they're reporting live from the scene. And the mom's like, uh, that looks pretty realistic because I'm a doctor. And that looks just like a blood vessel that I see every day in my doctor uh, house. And everyone's like, what? Uh, <laughs> that's not... Uh, that's not at all. It's just like special effects or whatever. It's a movie. Don't even worry about it, mom. And they keep on talking dude, about Ralphie. Dude, he even like downplays it. He's like, these are just bad special effects. Yeah, horrible. Like, Man, look at this kid, dude. He's and just like at, shitting all over somebody's work. And then literally the classmates like that this mom clearly knows. Like, oh, doesn't that look, that looks just like your, they're all in the scene talking about Ralphie. And she's not picking Using up. his name. Not even picking up what they're putting down at all. No idea. Well, I mean, if somebody said, hey, your kid's teacher inserted a bus full of children <laughs> into your son no, no. Would i would be like yeah right no be like, i worked they're filming be like all right all right, okay. all right. As i would have said it was broadcasting guys 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 as a designated educational um professional oh, here sure. um consultant consultant I'll, i will say that this episode is incredibly realistic so That's true. all right good go on well, yeah and so um no i would have just said it was broadcast day they decided since I was sick, they were going to do broadcast day and the broadcast day is about inside the body and they made it all about me. And they didn't probably the mom would be like, oh, they, that's just like a professional production. This is crazy. What grade are you in? And uh, and so anyways, they make their up, way up. They find the throat. It's got, you know, all kinds of gross bacteria up in there and they're like bacteria what? And it's all dividing and stuff. And they see the white blood cells and they're like, oh, thank God the white blood cells are here. And they're like taken out. But oh, no, they're getting overrun. The, the bacteria is crushing the white blood cells. So like, oh, Ralphie's going to die. That's all. They're all like terrified of what's going to happen with his bacteria overtaking his body. But then luckily in whooshes a tidal wave of medicine out of nowhere. I'm not even sure where was that medicine sitting for like an hour. But it know. comes in and apparently this is some kind of antibacterial medicine. I have no idea what it does. But it destroys all the bacteria. It gives the white blood cells a fighting chance. And they sweep through and they, they kill all that bacteria. And they're like, oh, thank God. And they're like, oh, how does the, black, the white blood cells work again? And it's like, oh, they have antigens. And like, they recognize it. Don't even worry about it. Meanwhile, all these things are just piling onto the bus. And they're like, oh, no, the white blood cells, they think we're bad. They, but we're not evil. We're not bad. We're their we're friends. But it's like, no, the white blood cells don't know that. And they're, they're like, the white blood cells start eating the bus. And they're like, oh, Miss Frizzle, what are we going to do? And Miss Frizzle's like, don't even worry about it. We're like a bus. We can literally become huge and burst out of Ralphie if we really need to. But Dude, uh, we're not going that to. That could have happened at one point, man. We will not getting... destroy Ralphie. But if we needed to, just can like you we could. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. To. Like third episode into the whole series. You're like, 
<laughs> wow, this took a turn. <laughs> well, the second one, the second one would have made more sense when they're inside the like. What are we gonna do in this fish? It's like we'll just burst out of this fish. The fish will no longer be a fish; it will be destroyed <laughs> uh, as we become huge again. Uh, anyways, they but they they decide. Oh no, we're just going to like put on the jets or whatever. They speed away, um, and then they get they they end up in the nasal cavity, and they're like, "Gross! We're in the nose." After everything that's happened, this right. is where everybody's like, "Oh my god, his nose!" Right? Like, dude, look. You guys went in through a pool of blood. There was one other orifice you could have gone in through, and you didn't go that route. No. So thank God. Probably good. Be That's actually with the several blood. other orifices, probably. But uh, yeah, but um, just one. Anyways, just they, one that came to mind. They're like Ralphie. You got to sneeze. And what was it? That Liz like uh, blew some pepper in his face or something. Oh yeah, something yeah. like that. And then he he sneezes out the bus. Uh, they win broadcast day, probably. I mean, they, I don't know what it was for, a competition of some sort, where that would obviously win because um, they're magic. But then he's still not, he's not better or anything like that. He's just got to get, he's just got to keep on uh he Tickled his nose with a feather, I think. Oh, is that right? Dude, and then, at some points during this, Ralphie looked like he was going to die. Yeah, like you notice really that sick. he was like progressively getting worse and worse and worse as it was going. Like the bags just started getting yeah. bigger under his eyes. And I was like, Dude, he's in a bad spot right now. <laughs> like, they might just kill this guy. And I can't remember how this ended. They just kind of like leave, right? And yeah. And then we get the the classic producer at the end who uh, I wasn't totally paying attention, but they they add a little nuance to the science of everything going on. I liked it. I liked it for Get Eaten a little bit better. Uh, the end scene. Yeah, I thought it was funny though. If you actually watch the two. Um in the first one that we watched the producer or whatever you want to call him is like, uh, explain something away, but well, Miss Frizzle's magic. And then in the second one, one of the kids calls him and says, well, Miss Frizzle's magic. And he says something to the effect, like, is she though? And I'm like, you just said she was. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I completely forgot that that happened. Cause I was like, okay, episode's done. Like what's this five minutes left? I'm like, just this dude answering phone calls. And like, (laughs) (laughs) what? Yeah, I don't what a really, way to end it. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I did. I did. I, I, the only thing I remember about that growing up was the uh, the song. The yeah, exactly. The little like phone call, Magic School Bus, Magic School Bus. Yeah. But that's All it. Right. That's uh, that episode. Should we get into right into the next one? Yeah. Or did do yeah, people dude, have just... questions or comments about get uh, inside Ralphie? I have a question. What's that? How many? No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Could tell he didn't have one. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so get, gets gets eaten. Gets eaten, man. I I love this one. So the previous one, just to point out the fact, is that they were in the bloodstream, but we never really got like a full blown like this is one hundred percent a submarine submarine magic school bus. Get eaten, gets eaten. That episode, we get it. Yeah. In this one, it's all about okay. They have a report to do, and it's they need to. Everyone needs to bring in two things that are beach-related, because they're going to the beach, and go together. And so that's they're like, oh, what did you bring? And it's like, we brought some grass and a sun. And it's like, oh, that's good. And it's like a little balloon that represents the sun. Another person brought like, I forget, an inner tube and a whatever or something. A bunch of things that, that go together on the beach. Oh, a crab and some sand, because a, a crab digs in sand. And there's Keisha, and they're like, what'd you bring? And she's like, what? Uh, I totally forgot about this. I have no idea. I don't have anything. All I got is this tuna fish sandwich. And I'm like, that sounds like something from the beach. So keep that in mind. It's the brain already already moving. 
jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, but you're uh, the ointment now. You got to remember that. Well, that's true. But I was on topic. Slow it down. Yeah. And so then Arnold comes in. Oh, well, thank God. Arnold, he's like a giant nerd alert. Look at him. Uh, he loves reports. He's like a bookworm, you know, whatever. Uh, he's going to do it all for me. So I don't have to worry about it. In comes Arnold. He's got a bunch of scum on his shoe. And they're like, gross. Arnold, looking gross. But luckily, you must have been hurrying here through that pond scum so quickly because you were so excited to do this report, right? And Arnold's like, no, I totally forgot about that. And they're like, oh, no. Like, well, what do we have? We got, we got this tuna fish sandwich. I'm going to get your shoe covered in scum. Maybe those two things will be good enough for the report. And they put it in some bags. And they're like, okay, we just got to think quick. Improv. And they, they focus. Yes, and improv time. And then the report comes. And the first, first person does grass and sun. And then it's like, Arnold and Keisha, you're up. What do you got? And they're like, oh, we got a sandwich in and pond scum. And Miss Frizzle is psyched. It's like, yes. Yes, you got it. A plus. You just have to explain it. And Arnold and Keisha is like, oh, no, we have no idea. Like, what is Miss Frizzle even getting at? She's a crazy person. But then they're like, you know what? You need inspiration because we. I know that you can do this and it's perfect. But I'm going to take you on a trip and you're going to understand it. And Arnold's like, I got a bad feeling about this. Because he always does that about the first ah, trip. That sounded like Tropic Thunder. Just like, that, was, that sounded just like oh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, it did, Thunder. yeah. I got a bad <laughs> feeling about this. Yeah, yeah, okay. shit. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no. So anyways, they, they head to the beach and we yeah, get to actually see a nice little picture of the town. Uh, we don't get to see that very often in Magic School Bus. We see the forest, we see the beach, they arrive. There they go. Miss Frizzle's basically like, have fun at the beach, kids. I'm going to jet off and uh, don't even worry about it. So leave these kids unsupervised, which seems unwise. But then when she comes back, she's like, hopping in because you still haven't figured it out, Arnold and Keisha. Time to head into the water, head on a field trip. And I'm going to inspire you as to exactly how a tuna fish sandwich and pond scum are connected. And so Arnold's again, like, got a bad feeling about this. And they get on there. <laughs> they get real. Or the first Jamie, what do they do? Jamie, they become, it's, it's, I got a bad feeling about this one. I got a, yeah, they become I got a bad something, feeling about this. And then they right. become a, uh, <laughs> a glass bottom boat. And they're like sitting there in the like, glass bottom boat. Uh, and I was worried. I thought it was, they were just going to stay as glass bottom boat for a while and uh, not be a submarine. But basically, they're looking down there and they're like, oh, look at that. That's like sea urchins. They're seeing a sea urchin, like an otter eat a sea urchin. And Miss Russell's like, you picking it up yet? And everyone's like, nope. Uh, <laughs> and, but then they say like, well, maybe this will inspire you. And they go over and there's a bunch of scum. And they're like, what, scum? Uh, like pond scum. And there, she's basically like, yeah, so let me show you. And they show, look, that scum looks like this and that scum looks like that. And they're basically, what were they? F- f- uh, photo yeah, they, were, plankton? they were under a microscope and they're like, they looked similar. And I'm like, these do not look similar. Well, they look Anybody else notice enough. that? Yeah, exactly. I guess like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it is what it is, but. What were they? Phyto- were they phyto? Phytoplankton. Phytoplankton, man. Yeah. Come so on. they're phytoplankton. And they're basically like, uh, they're phytoplankton. And now Keisha's starting to pick it up. She's like, okay, we got to figure out connection of phytoplankton up to a tuna fish sandwich or tuna sandwich. Well, I have no idea. It's like, well, to continue to inspire you, we're going to go into the sea. And so they shrink down. They become a perfect, beautiful, tiny little submarine. And they go into the ocean and they're super duper duper tiny. And they're amongst the scum. And they're like, okay, go out and explore. They get into special suits with like whatever. That should be the tagline for our show. <laughs> amongst, amongst the scum. The scum. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And Good so they Lord. get like a little, they get like their little diving suits on. They they get out of the submarine. 
and they're swimming around and they're seeing all the phytoplankton. They're like, oh, they're beautiful. They're like so calm and no big deal. Look at these weirdos. And But all of a sudden, other things are coming in and they're starting to eat these things and they're pretty monstrous and scary. They're zooplankton. And they're like, oh no. And they're like trying to get away from them. And again, Miss Frizzle, cool as a cucumber, is like, yeah, better to not be eaten by stuff, right? And they get, you know, they get a big net and they catch them all into the bus again. And they're like, good. Well, we're going to get a little bigger. So they get a little bigger. And now they're the size of the zooplankton. And now they go out and they're just like hanging with the zooplankton. Zooplankton was just about to eat them. They're like now best friends. And they're like hanging, uh, learning, living, loving with the zooplankton. They're like, this is great. And still, Keisha's like, okay, I'm starting to connect some dots here. Something's eating something. What's a tuna fish again? And uh, basically, oh no, that's it's a little bit later. But that, you know, and then they see like a little like a, a fish come along and eat the zooplankton. And they're like, oh no. And again, they're getting chased by whatever. And they get like a vacuum cleaner or something that sucks them back into the bus. And the bus gets bigger, bigger again. And now they're the size of the anchovies. And at this point, Keisha's like, I'm starting to understand. Phytoplankton are eating zooplankton. Zooplankton are eaten by anchovies. But what's like a tuna? And like, you mean like a tuna fish? And she's like, a tuna fish? And I was like, who doesn't know what a tuna, tuna fish sandwich is made of tuna fish? Anyways, uh, she's like, what does it look like? And she's like, it looks like this. And then they're like, like that? And it's a tuna fish coming to eat them because they're the size, size of an anchovy. And they end up in a uh, tuna. But, you know, while this is a scary situation that they're probably going to be uh, killed, Keisha still wants to get a pretty good grade on the report before their demise. And it's like, <laughs> I know exactly what it is. Phytoplankton eaten by zooplankton. Zooplankton eaten by anchovies. Anchovies eaten by uh, tuna fish. And then humans eat that delicious tuna fish sandwich. And so we're all connected in that way. And basically, Miss Fistle's like, you got it. That's called a food chain. And there's all kinds of chains out there. And she describes other ones. This eats that. This eats that. And on the, on the you know, whatever, on the land... You have something, you know, I forget what it was, like a snake eats a some mouse and a eagle eats a snake, whatever. And then a human Dude, eats, they're not human shy here, man. They're just so. showing these like snakes crushing mice and birds grabbing snakes and all that type of stuff. It's wild. I mean, I should expect it after the pool of blood that it wouldn't be outrageous to see a snake eat a mouse, but pretty intense here for a kid's show. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. So they, they're, they're, they're not loving being in the tuna fish. So they're like, oh. Let's get out of there. And she's even using like little knobs and stuff. It looks like a submarine. She takes the periscope and kind of puts it outside the tuna fish's mouth. And there's a uh, a fisherman's, you know, whatever, hook. And they wrap onto the hook, get pulled out of the mouth, and get uh, brought up by the fisherman. Who looks at the thing and is like, I already got a little toy bus, so I don't need this thing. And they ch- chucks it back into the water, and they, they're able to go on their merry way. Um, Zach, you look disappointed in that. Um, I think what would have been really great here is if the bus just got big on that boat, right. sunk the boat, went away. That would have mm-hmm. been pretty clutch. <laughs> I feel like that throw would... us away? <laughs> yeah, right, dude. You're going down. Right. And then, yeah, so they head back and they all say their reports and basically everyone high fives uh, Arnold and Keisha because they have the best uh, of anyone. It was like the best connection. And they're all talking about food chains and all that stuff, and they love it. And but Arnold's like, "Oh, I wish I my shoe. Where's my shoe? I never got my shoe back." And then the fisherman, as in a uh, similar type of uh, food chain, fisherman fishes up the shoe. It's like it's a little doll shoe. Look at this tiny shoe. Throws so in a garbage. A seagull comes and picks up that shoe and flies it all the way to Arnold and drops in his hands. And he's like, basically, nature never fails to impress. And I'm like, that is that would be very impressive uh, if that actually happened. 
And then, yeah, then we get another call into the producer. And this is actually I did like, which was a nuanced kind of thing where someone was like, I heard on somewhere or other that it's not everything starts with plants. Not, not every food chain starts with plants. Some of them get their energy from chemicals deep within the ocean. And I'm like, that's actually very astute. Yes, that, that is the case. And probably the, the source of many uh, a theoretical alien uh, and where we're going to find aliens. Uh, so... I thought that was actually really good because at one point in the classroom, Miss Frizzle's like, and everything starts with plants. And they're like, yay. And I was like, eh, technically not. Um, and then they, they even did that. They even cleaned they it up. shut it the down. End. Yeah. Why would they do that then? Why did they do the plant thing? Well, they said, yeah, it all starts with plants. And then they like refute it like a minute later. I think it's, I think basically, I think the idea of everything starts with plants is close enough to the truth that it makes sense to teach it to kids. But then to be like, eh, uh, it's, yeah. it's a little nuanced. Yeah, well, I guess that's true. All right. That's it. That's both episodes. Both of them. I like that one. There's a submarine in it. Miss Frizzle uh, doing her thing. Uh, Arnold being Arnold. Our audience stand-in. It's pretty great. Do you want to go into your recap and uh, show Courtney how it's done? Into my what? I mean, review. Or review, I mean. We don't want him to do that again. No way. No. Don't yeah. Do you want to start over? <laughs> not, no. Don't, do not do another recap. We'll start, do a start the episode though. ever. Um, no, I could. Yeah, I could review. I, I personally like Gets Eaten better, so I'm going to review that one. We usually do this wow. at six instead of the normal 12 because they're TV shows. Um, so I, I did like Gets Eaten uh, a little bit more. I liked the food chain stuff. Very uh, Seemed very uh, uh, well taught. I understood it. I learned it. I learned something. It was good. Um, and I liked uh, I liked Arnold and Keisha's kind of figuring it out step by step. Uh, so, yes, a nice learning experience. Um, I liked the submarine. It was a nice looking uh, submarine bus that we had. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything that I remembered from Magic School Bus uh, was kind of confirmed by these two episodes um, and everything you could uh, like about it considering it, you know, kept my attention uh, for <laughs> the lengthy runtime of 20 minutes, um, but actually does teach you a few things here and there mm-hmm. um, while kind of getting you. I was a little surprised that they had so much at the beginning of that one gets eaten um, instead of just diving right into uh, teaching you stuff about it. But otherwise, yeah, pretty good. Uh, enjoyed it. I'm going to give it a five. Wow. Wow. Damn, pretty strong pretty good. It's, no, it's, no, it's no street sharks, but it's close. It didn't, it, uh, the theme song very good, not quite Street Sharks level good. And definitely not. What was the what was the best one? Iron Man. No, I think Street Dude, Sharks oh, is the Iron best. Iron Man was clutch. Actually, yeah, you're now, right. Street Sharks with the saxophone, right? Right, absolutely. The uh, the Iron Man theme song was actually really bad, but the season two one is the one that you said was actually right. pretty decent, which I went back and listened to. It's okay. Dude, but, but the Iron Man show itself was absolutely insane. Yeah, like, it made no sense. It was great. Mm-hmm. Now, Courtney, have you ever seen Street Sharks? Did you ever watch that show? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, basically, they're sharks that have legs, and they go around, and they fight like no. people trying to... Or, Easy, even easier it? description is it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but with, they're sharks instead of turtles. Okay. It's basically, crime fighting anthropomorphic shark people. Okay. So it doesn't really drill down into the real nuance of it, though. Yeah. With I mean, an insane sorry, Kyle, have please, sharks. Please finish which, your, your description. Which begged a lot of questions for us, if you know what I mean. 
I was going to say two-legged shark people who go around and fight world domination, you know? That's that's what they do, man. And that guy fighting robots? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, El they Sordo. fight robots sometimes for, for sport, yeah. Oh, El Sordo is the best. All right, we're, we're really on a tangent. Right Let's start this episode over again. Let's just do street, <laughs> yeah. street test again. Um, Courtney, so we uh, we score uh, TV episodes like this out of six, uh, and it's basically on a, an enjoyment factor, nostalgia factor. Uh, Jamie there gave it a five out of six. Do you want to take a stab at uh, at reviewing Magic School Bus for us? Okay, um, I'm going to review Inside Ralphie. Uh, I liked it more than Gets Eaten. Uh, mm-hmm. Gets Eaten gave me sort of this fear as a child that I thought I'd get eaten by a fish if I got in the water. Um, I enjoyed Inside Ralphie a lot more, mostly because I felt like uh, at that age that I watched it, I learned a lot more than what the school was teaching me. Uh, I had no idea about uh, the white blood cells and the platelets and all of that. And I thought that was really cool uh, to learn about. And... um, I would probably have to give it. I feel bad because you gave Gets Eaten a five out of six, but um, I I'd have to give Inside Ralphie a three out of six. I enjoyed oh, watching wow. it, but wasn't my favorite. Hmm, that's pretty low. Yeah, I thought yeah. the I thought the nostalgia factor was there for for me personally. I can I can go into mine. Uh, I also preferred Inside Ralphie. Um, Definitely brought back memories hearing the theme song again. Um, loved it. Again, not quite as good as uh, Street Sharks, but a uh, very <laughs> iconic theme song, very iconic episode. Um, and sometimes we talk about uh, some of these animated shows that we watch. I mean, we've watched several of them now, this uh, Street Sharks, Iron Man, uh, Rambo. Uh, and a lot of these, I remember even going back and, and re-listening to, to some of these, uh, we sometimes have the conversation like, would we even, would we put this in front of our kids, honestly, nowadays? And usually the answer is no. Like, we're like, no, this is actually like drivel, like, and, or problematic in some ways. Like, we would not. Like, Magic School Bus holds up. Like, it's, it's really good, very wholesome entertainment. Um, and I was even talking to my friend Keisha about it today. Like, definitely, like, put this in front of your 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 daughter your son whoever like they will they will get a kick out of this and and actually probably learn something it's it's an informative show i learned a few things again about the the makeup and composition of blood uh on the um gets eaten episode uh what are a series of food chains linked together called i'm like what is that uh and i was thinking it's like it's a food web i'm like oh okay like so, there's some terminology. Like, I, there's some there's something to learn here for everybody, and it's uh, still enjoyable and entertaining to watch, and great music, and uh, fun voice acting, fun scenarios and plots. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna I'm gonna match Jamie. I'm gonna give it a five out of six. All right, I gotta jump in. All right, I gotta shoot this shit down. You guys are giving Ooh. way too many high scores. Do me a favor. Look at this. Look at this. Um, with Zach Watson. What was that? Look at this. With Zach Watson. It's my new thing. Shop uh, LC. Oh, okay. One, Kyle, I can't stand the red border on Ben's camera. I don't know why that's still going on. Come on. What? This is like episode, what, 130 something, and we still have a red border on our stream? There we go. It won't, it won't, okay. it won't show up on Twitch. It still bothers me. 
Now, okay, it's gone. My bad. I just really like to highlight him so everybody knows <laughs> whatever he's saying is important. Um, I hated the show growing up. It was the show that teachers always made me watch in science class. And I thought that was stupid and weak and dumb and pointless and a waste of my time when I could have been doing anything else. Rewatching this was just a blast from the past, except not a blast. It was just ass. And I didn't like it. Ooh. And <laughs> I, like I felt no sense of like a like a resurgence of my childhood youth. No, it was the opposite. It was my I'm getting older and I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting I'm complaining more and more stuff pisses me <laughs> off. This pisses me off. I don't like this show. Never liked this show. I didn't think these episodes were good. Both of them sucked. And it's a disgrace to this podcast. It's a disgrace to our submersion films. <laughs> and I stand by my statement. You all are wrong, except Courtney. And I think we should get rid of Brom and Jamie, get Courtney on the show. And Kyle, I'm hoping you stick with you stick with me. Ooh. And all right, we'll see. There's a we'll reason see. why Limpet is my highest rated mm-hmm. film ever. Because it's clutch. Because it is clutch. And there's a reason why these cartoons suck. You should be watching more Rocco's Modern Life. You should be watching more SpongeBob. You should be watching more Simpsons seasons one through nine. And you should be watching, I don't know, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. So, a one. Wow. A one. Witnessing a mutiny forming here. Maybe. Hmm. Uh, we didn't get to watch this in, uh, in grade school. So really, I guess I guess I was a rich, fancy pants school. <laughs> I went to a parochial. I went to a parochial school. I don't know. Maybe this was the devil or something. I don't know. I might have been, man. All right, I'll hop in here. Uh, this magic school bus. I'll do the. I'll do the inside Ralphie one. I. We don't really get to watch a lot of movies on Netflix or shows on Netflix. Uh, there's just submarine content isn't there. So this finally was. So I took it upon myself to watch this in vr because i am such a nerd it's awesome <laughs> and i was like oh i've got i've got netflix on my uh, quest i'm like let's fire that up <laughs> uh so there were a couple times uh, this week my wife walked um into you know into situations with me uh, something that'll be coming up later in the episode uh, she's like what in god's name are you doing you know she's like put my kid down to sleep she watched up i'm just sitting on the couch with the vr headset on watching magic school bus like she's like you're a grown-ass man like, yeah i am uh that's why i'm doing this in vr because i can uh yeah it's it's educational i guess um brutal also with i've never seen that amount of blood in a children's show so that was kind of metal that was kind of fun um but ultimately like miss frizzle has no regard for these kids safety or life if you are a teacher and your first thought is this kid sick well hey why don't i go ahead and insert this foreign object into this kid uh, and film it um Maybe find a different profession. <laughs> Jamie's shaking his head. Maybe find a different profession. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if you should be doing that type of stuff. Probably not. Don't do that to my kid. And that sounds that sounds crazy. But um, I don't know. Watching it, it was it was all right to me. It's okay. Am I gonna? Am I like? Did I get the nostalgia factor? Not not a whole heck of a lot. But I don't know. How do I? 
and I had the VR experience, so that was that was that doesn't count. It doesn't count, all right? It doesn't count. Although, like, I looked to my left, and I was like, ooh, cool. I'm, like, in a giant lodge on a mountain, and I see the ski slopes over there. Um, but I'm going to come in like a, a 2.75. Okay. Wow, I'm, so can I'm I, really surprised so Did you do by any this. cartoon as a VR experience? You can watch it, anything in VR. There's a Netflix app, yeah. So I guess I could. So you can pull up your desktop no? and watch a movie though too yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like me sitting there watching it in a giant mountain lodge, not That's just right. with it's, it on the instead screen. Instead of just up. sitting on your couch watching it on the right. TV. Yeah. So yeah, like a <laughs> like a poor person sitting at home. You <laughs> right. know, I can I can transport myself <laughs> digitally. You know, so just extra eye strain to watch a movie. Dude, yeah, I did feel like my <laughs> eyes were burning out, but. <laughs> Cause I like, like had to have them open like this. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, uh, I reckon. I, I, I see your wife coming in, Kyle, just being like, "What?" And <laughs> you whip, whip, whip yeah, that, that off, and you're just like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah, having like twice this week. Uh, so that is what that is. But good stuff. Yeah. All right. Got well, some trivia for yeah, us, Jamie. Yeah, did any, did anyone have any specific trivia that they wanted to talk about? I do know, I did have that Danny Tamborelli was the voice of Arnold, but only for the second and third seasons of the show. Do do people know who Danny Tamborelli is? Did he invent the tambourine? The name is so familiar. He was Little Pete on Pete and Pete. Oh, people know that. Okay. And then he was on all that. Oh. And he also was the next door neighbor of my brother who, when at one point. Oh, who was he? That's who was, was he on all that? He was, he was the guy with the, the hair, members. right? He would also hair. be on um he was also on what the heck is figure it? it figure out. it out, yeah. right? And he'd get slime and he'd whip his hair back. Yeah. I knew right? oh. Danny Tamborelli was like a god to children on Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's like, that's the guy you want to be. He's having a great time. He's getting slimed. I know this guy. Figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I know Dan. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so he, but figure it out. It's funny. My my yep. grad school roommate was on figure it out when he was a Seriously? kid. Seriously? Or is this just genuine really? bullshit? Mm-hmm. No, this is real. Wow. Yeah. His, his talent was that he could name the day of the week for any date that you said. So you just say any day in history. And he would be able to say what day of the week it was. Was he Whoa. legit? What do you mean? He's like a genius. He was my. He was but like, like just to say, he works for Google now. Just to now. say, like, what March seventh, eighteen eighty two. He would just know it. Yeah, he would just go like Wednesday or whatever. Wow, wow. Because it's a, it's a, it's a math <laughs> algorithm accounting for stuff. But he is my. He could do it real fast. Courtney, did you ever watch that show? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. I remember, oh I remember this guy. I love this guy. Was he on, and, and uh, was and he and on yeah, the he was, Salute he Your Shorts my, as well? That's what I was thinking of, Ben. No, he, he was, was Salute not, Your Shorts. He was not. He's not. That's Bud Nick. But, Bud Nick was, he's a different actor. He was the same actor. He was in um, Terminator 2 as well. But uh, Oh my gosh, you're right. Not the same he's guy. at the arcade scene and stuff at the beginning of the movie, Jamie, in Terminator 2. Yeah. He was the guy who he was the kid riding on back of the yeah. motorcycle with the main character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but anyways, Danny Tamborelli. He also was the next door neighbor of my older brother at one point. So you guys see that? Oh, it's probably backwards. Ah, Schwarzenlager. Nice. Schwarzenlager. 
Talking about a little Terminator. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I didn't have too many other uh, trivia, but uh, I did have a I did, I do have Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. So anyways, uh, Lily Tomlin name of uh, is the voice of uh, Miss Frizzle. Uh, she was the voice of Toki in the English version of Ponyo. Oh. And then in Ponyo, Cloris Leachman, let me see what her voice was. I saw that she was in it. She's in Beer Fest. And that's exactly it. So she was in Beer Fest, and we have clearly gone from Beer Fest uh, to all kinds of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Lily Tomlin's Grace and Frankie. I did- yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's a hilarious yeah, so Cor- show. Cloris, Cloris Leachman was Kayo in that one. And then I think we've talked about Ponyo because I, I didn't remember. I'd seen the movie, but I didn't totally remember a submarine. But even the Wikipedia page mentions I've been told there's a submarine. End up on a submarine, yeah. But no. so. Easy breezy to do it. All I didn't right, know this connection. too. The voice of Ponyo in Ponyo is uh, Miley Cyrus's sister. Hmm. I didn't mm. know that. All right. So that's what we got. Wait, wait, All right. wait. Wait. Okay, go for it. My hands up. What? Yeah. Um, I don't have love and hate it, but I've got a fast love and hate it. Okay. Hit it, Kyle. But make it fast. I don't know why the video cut like five seconds before. It's all audio, right? This is this is podcast audio. This is great. Real quick. Love it, hate it. Don't have it in specific. But what do you guys think it has? And I hope you didn't spoil it. If you did spoil it. Don't answer. But who do you think? Who do you think? Which episode got a higher score on IMDb? Oh, jeez. Uh, I think it's probably Inside would, Ralphie. I would think so. Well, but more people probably watched that one, right? So it's probably the fish one, man. Yeah, I would hope that Inside Ralphie's higher. But I, since you asked, I'm going to have to guess that. I'm going to go with uh, Gets Eaten. Everybody else? I think it's Inside Ralphie. I just don't see how anybody could rate uh, Gets Eaten high. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Jamie, shots fired, man. <laughs> Jamie. Jamie and Kyle, what are your guys' guesses? I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Gets Eaten. I was uh, well, I was going to say Inside Ralph. All right. Well, with an 8.1, well, Gets Eaten. Oh. But go. with an 8.4 inside Ralphie. Son of a gun. <laughs> People loved Man. inside Ralphie more than gets eaten. There it is. What about the food one that Jamie was talking about? You got the MDB still pulled up? Yeah, was that? Uh, for, for lunch was an 8.3. Mm, okay. Actually, I mean, the first seven. Well, there's a 7.8, Hops Home, whatever the hell that was. So, Yeah, I'm actually, hmm. the, the Inside Ralphie might be the highest rated. I was going to say, I'm, I'm looking through them now, and most of them hover around 7.8 to like 8.1. Right. Oh, so Under Construction is also an I just, 8.4. I just saw that one too. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. I'm All right. Go. We need to get our guest host a little more involved here, I would <laughs> say. She's been awfully quiet. We got a... You're the star of tonight's show. <laughs> She's right there in the center for those watching on Twitch TV. She's had to sit in the middle of, of the four of us talking over each other this yeah. whole episode. 
Uh, but we're going to transition into an in, uh, interview uh, with Courtney here, uh, asking a few more questions about her channel and her passion for ASMR. Uh, Kyle, you got the first couple questions there. Uh, fire away when ready. Do I? I don't have the. I don't have the <laughs> it's itinerary. In, it's in Captain's quarters. God, but if I click off, am I going to lose everything? Uh, I can. I can yes, ask. Yes, I do. Can you go back? I can ask your question for you. <laughs> Please start. I am loading them in a different right. way. Courtney, just know that Kyle asked this question. Okay. Just imagine this in my voice, please. Just imagine mm-hmm. that I could grow facial hair <laughs> and that I looked like Kyle yeah. as I ask. Do you regularly watch or listen to other a- a- ASMR artists yourself? Uh, yeah, I listen to ASMR probably every night. I would, I would never listen to my own, uh, mainly because I have a hard time giving myself ASMR. Um, I, there's a few ASMR artists that I've listened to constantly throughout the past three years. Um, and, uh, I, I would say like two of them are more obscure, but, um, the main one that I listen to is ASMR Darling, and she is probably one of the bigger ASMR uh, channels. So cool. that's interesting. So, because I didn't, I didn't know any of the stuff ahead of time, like you'd mentioned, where it like gives you the tingly feeling and stuff. And so you said you can't give it to yourself. That's like if somebody like I can't. This is gonna sound weird. I can't tickle myself, right? <laughs> that like, weird. I can't do that. <laughs> that sounds super weird. Um, hmm. So it's kind of is it? It's similar in that vein. Uh, for me, it is. It's not the same for everybody. Uh, just like I like, I can't give myself uh, ASMR, but I'm sure somebody else probably has a different experience. Uh, different sounds work for different people. I, my videos, I try to do videos uh, based on what my viewers want and what my viewers want aren't necessarily what I watch. Um, so in that sense, like the things that I, I specifically don't watch certain things because it doesn't give me AS- ASMR. So that could be part of it. Uh, real okay. quick, real quick. Interesting. Um, would you like so I know Kyle and I this is one ex, this is one really freaking basic example but we listen to a lot of synthwave music and there's like 50 different subcategories of synthwave right outrun whatever is there like this a, a lot of subcategories to ASMR or is it still you growing could, I don't um ASMR it, on YouTube, it, it it's huge. Uh, there are so many different types. There are so many different. Um, there are a lot of channels that uh, do specific triggers, and then there's a lot of ASMR channels that do a little bit of everything. And then there's kind of that like, there's definitely a not safe for work kind of ASMR as well uh, that you'll see on YouTube occasionally. Um, but yes, I would say that. There are definitely many, many categories to ASMR. Okay. Okay. All right. Kyle also asked, what is the... Oh, f- I've got him. I've got him up now. Okay. I've got him. Okay. I'm back. So you don't have to... Forget that Brown even asked that first one. <laughs> it's all me now. All, all right. right. Okay. So maybe this will cross into the not safe for work stuff. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what... What is the funniest or craziest or cleverest prop 
that you have seen used during an ASMR video and in that like what's the funniest or craziest whatever prop that you've used in one of your videos okay so do you guys know what like a silicone baby is uh, no. <laughs> wait, is that like is that like the thing for like PTSD type stuff where you have a baby mm-hmm. that's like this simulates it looks mm-hmm. it looks really real? Yes. Yes. So um, Somebody show me one of those on a plane one time. What? Oh. Um <laughs> yeah. I've I've never met anybody who has one uh for PTSD. I know that that is a thing. Um a lot of people like to collect silicone babies. And um I was scrolling through YouTube, trying to find an ASMR video to go to sleep to, and there's just this picture of a baby. And I'm like, what are they going to do with this baby? (laughs) And I actually ended up, I realized that obviously it wasn't real, but the entire video is all you see is this baby laying down. And it's just this girl whispering and she's kind of walking you through how she keeps the silicone baby in pristine condition because apparently silicone cracks very easily and you can't touch it uh, like without this certain type of powder because your skin oil will make the the color on it deteriorate i learned so much from that (laughs) video and i did not go to sleep but (laughs) you have googling silicone babies like what the hell is this yeah how much does one of these things cost i don't know Oh, she, uh, like, uh, I think the one she got, she said it was around $600, and she got it off of Etsy. Wow. Yeah. So Man. almost as much as a fancy pair of sunglasses. Yeah, Prada's. Almost. <laughs> right. Not as much. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I've never used anything like that. Um, the craziest thing that I've ever used. Uh, I... I, th- I I or or cleverest like is the there cle- one that you're proud of that you might uh I am very proud. Okay, so for Christmas, my mother-in-law got uh, me and my husband a bunch of scrub daddies. I don't know if you know what those are—the like happy mm-hmm. face sponges. Um, I personally have never seen anybody do ASMR with a sponge, but I was washing my dishes one day and I accidentally like scratched it with my nails, and I'm like. I like that sound. So I put it in a video <laughs> and it's received a, probably the most positive feedback I've gotten out of any of my other uh, props that I use. It's awesome. Yeah. Nice. I, I have a, sorry to cut in. I got to cut in. I got to cut in. But this is, hey, this is honestly in? one of the most interesting episodes we've ever had. So I got to cut in. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you say, is there like, so like you mentioned that baby thing. <laughs> To me, like when I hear that, I feel like my thought is like that's just someone intentionally trying to like push barriers to do something that they've never seen before and just get really deep with something. Does Is, is that kind of – do you think that's common with ASMRs? Like people are just like, I want to push through this threshold. I'm going to get a fucking cactus and just start rubbing it against a cat or something. I don't know. But <laughs> – I think that would borderline be animal abuse, right? Yeah, I don't know that, that would not, be. Never said it was a live cat. Yeah, you're definitely <laughs> pushing boundaries. For sure. Oh, not alive. Great. Yeah, okay. but you know what I mean. A, sil- a silicone cat. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, I definitely think, um, I think you could say that with any category of YouTube, because the whole, not the whole point, like obviously if you're creating a YouTube video, you are doing it because you enjoy it, but you also want to get as many views as possible. And the one thing you want to do is be different from everybody else. And I definitely think Silicone Baby is different than <laughs> everything else. Gotcha. I get it. I mean, there's this is it's a form of creativity and trying to get out there and, like you said, Zach, push boundaries and that type well, yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And for the Silicone Baby, maybe you're going for a little bit of a shock factor, right? Because mm -hmm. you clicked on it. Mm -hmm. You hadn't seen it before. You're like, oh, weird. Yeah. Check out the silicone baby. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what I was hinting at. So thanks for your answer. Cause it's like, I don't, I don't do YouTube. I really, I don't follow people on YouTube. You know, you hear all these people that follow YouTubers. I, I'm just not that, but I listen to a couple podcasts of people that make content for YouTube. So they're always kind of complaining about the algorithm and how they have to try to get views and make sure that their videos don't get like taken down. And it's just, it sounds so it really sounds like a game of chess almost <laughs> that you're playing mm -hmm. against YouTube almost. It just sounds crazy. So I, I appreciate your answer. No problem. All right. Jamie's got a question next. Do you want me to ask him? Go for it. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess I didn't really know too much about uh, the field or anything about it before coming into this. So I was just wondering, is it, is there any, you kind of, you kind of, hinted at it in some earlier answers, but is there kind of an individuality uh, to a lot of this? And is it still kind of involve, uh, evolving um, in the end? Like, is every person kind of different in what uh, they find fits into this kind of tingly uh, feeling? And do some people have things that they say, oh, that's, that's for me, but really it's kind of unique to them? Yeah, so I definitely think ASMR there, there is a lot of individual, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm trying, I'm, I'm just going to stop, get there. I don't know, that, end of that word, <laughs> moving on, uh, there's definitely something for everybody, I know, um, for me, personally, I like tapping sounds, I like the whisper sounds, like the, the sounds that your mouth makes uh, when you're speaking, uh, my friend, however, she likes uh, things when your hands are getting really close to the the camera mm. and kind of like those those visual things like, oh, I'm touching your face or I'm doing your makeup. I'm playing with your hair like you're seeing me do these things. And it's almost like you can feel it. Um, that's that's not really how I feel about that part of ASMR. But there are definitely things like um like uh, one thing that I noticed, like I like specifically tapping on a, a bag of almonds because it also creates like this crinkly sound. And um, on one another ASM artist that I know where we were kind of talking about it and she's like, yeah, I've never heard that before. That might just be a you thing, but you never know. You might find somebody else who likes that. So there's definitely those things where like, there are groups of people who like certain things, and then there there are things where you're just like, okay, I've never heard anybody that likes that before, but you do you. All right, all right, got a got a few fun questions here. Uh, one of them from me here, uh, Courtney. Do you know what the USO is? 
No. For like, you, you ever heard of the term USO tours or anything like that in the military? No. Okay, it's the United Services Organization. They're a nonprofit group that will, will organize like entertainment for the troops, you know, as they're serving abroad, overseas and all that. Um, they'll get comedians, musicians, uh, starlets, pers- all these different personalities and stuff to visit the troops and, uh, you know, boost morale and whatnot. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Again, obviously a, a goofy question, joke question here. But what if the USO approached you to do a, a live performance for some sub- submariners, uh, a live ASMR performance? <laughs> Would you do it? I mean... Yeah, I would definitely do it. Uh, the fact that you say live, that scares the crap out of me. But um, I would I would do it for them, definitely. Uh, I don't know how that would work necessarily. We would have to get headphones for every single person, and I would just be sitting at a microphone doing my thing with <laughs> a bunch of people just <laughs> listening to me. But I'd be yeah, down. Well- Maybe a couple of years, your your YouTube channel's exploded, and and they're clamoring. the The submariners want to see Amber Cord ASMR, so USO can reach out to you for a live mm-hmm. performance. Yeah, I'm I'm totally down. All right, I've got to I've got to jump in here super quick because something she just said just made me think about something. Um, so I'm a gamer, whatever nerd. Look at me, piece of trash. But um. <laughs> Recently, like a lot of companies are touting 3D audio where you you shut your eyes and like I've listened to samples of it and whatever and I've got headphones that can handle apparently most headphones can handle it and like you can tell where the sound is coming from like I could tell if something's like at my like let's say one o'clock versus my eight o'clock you can tell exactly where it is. Is that a big thing? in ASMR, like to be able to say like, ooh, you know, we're just going to, we're going to tingle up here in front of your eyes and ooh, maybe we're going to move back behind your head. Is that something that happens at all or? Um, yeah, actually I was watching a video last night and uh, they called it omnidirectional ASMR. So they were kind mm-hmm. of, if, if the mic is in front of you, like right here, they were kind of doing things all around the mic. That way you would hear it on all sides. Um, I was wearing like, like a pair of Apple headphones that came with my, my phone. So obviously I did not hear all of those great sounds. It kind of just sounded the same in both ears, but, mm-hmm. um, I've heard of, uh, people doing that and listening to that and the, the they've had very positive reviews. Okay. There's a, there's a good clip I can send you afterwards. I think it's called like the barber shop or something, and it works with like the headphones you have on. It should work. Um, the three dimensional stuff. It's pretty. Is it's it pretty someone slick. getting their haircut? It sure sounds like you're getting your haircut. Because Courtney made like, a, can, a haircutting ASMR. Oh, seriously? Well, yeah. this would be perfect. Pretty well received from some of her friends too. I heard some rave reviews on that one. Oh, yeah, that was from my friend who likes the personal. It's called personal attention, where you're showing specific attention to somebody's face or hair. Um, and it's also kind of like a role play thing where I'm just giving you a haircut. Interesting. Mm. All right, Zach, bring us home. Yeah, so 
I came up with a bunch of different questions and then I just tossed them to Ben <laughs> and I said, pick some. And I, I forgot that I didn't talk with you about this before. Hopefully I'm not offending you by what I've given. By, by, by giving <laughs> me a, a question I didn't even come up with. <laughs> One of them was Kyle's, and the other one, I, I'm like, that's good. You, you do need I, to ask that. So but. I'll, I'll ask the one question, which is a simple one. But I, I this came to my mind in this discussion. So you said you kind of like, you know, you got into this, what, in, in November, last year, 2020? So, but earlier in this conversation, you mentioned how, you know, people that might experience anxiety and have, you know, my, some of these different mental health uh, struggles and challenges, how this can help them. Did ASMR kind of come from that in its infancy, or do you like? Do you know about that? Like, how did it just come about? Ah, uh, I really don't know how it came about. I I've kind of like looked into ASMR and like tried to research it, and it mainly just tells you what it is. Um, and I know a a lot of early YouTube videos, um, kind of are all about the tapping and then um, kind of about like the whispering and just like whispering really close to you. And then um, another big one was just food ASMR, just eating. Um, but I, you, we never kind of figured out why it started happening. It almost seems like it was one of those things where I'm just going to do this on YouTube because I like the way it sounds and I can do whatever I want on YouTube yeah. kind of thing. And it just picked up. Yeah, that's interesting because I was joking earlier, but I actually do work in education. So I'm always, you know, and I, and, I, and I hear about a lot of students that do have, you know, these struggles in middle schools is hard and middle school can really suck. So, you know, they talk about these different distractions or different ways that they cope with a lot of a lot of this madness that they're dealing with. And, and this is just an area that I feel like is so uh, – it's like there's a website called Common Sense Media, Common Sense Education. I don't know if anyone here is familiar with it or not. But it's, it's, a, it's a great website that talks about um, different websites, social media platforms, movies, shows, games, and how it relates to children and, and teenagers. And it's easy to like – to like have something blow up that has like the because of the negative not negative but like the extreme uh like the hot topic connection with it like asmr i've kind of talked to you know i've heard about this i've known a little bit about it and i've talked to some people are like oh they're oh that's just that sexual thing and it's just like well no there's all this other stuff to it you're only hearing about like what a news station is flashing at you at night or like what a website might be like, Oh no, parents watch out. This new study came out. Video games are bad for kids. It makes them want to kill. And it's mm -hmm. just like, that's the extreme. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just, I, you know, I think about like the unfair representation that it's getting, you know? Yeah, it, there is definitely when I, I, I'm starting to be more open about it now, but I honestly didn't tell a lot of people when I made my channel uh, that I made a YouTube channel, not because I was ashamed of it or anything, but the very first thing somebody says to me when they find out that I'm doing ASMR, they're like, oh, like, shouldn't you do that on OnlyFans? And I'm, I'm just like, that's, that's not, that's not what I do. I like, if that's, if that's what somebody's into, if that's what somebody wants to do, that is totally fine. But there's so much more to it. And 
the the part that's always hidden is the more important parts like my brother has uh, a lot of difficulty staying still and keeping focused uh and when he he actually recently started listening to asmr and it helps him focus so much more he doesn't fidget as much he used to have all of these like uh those like fidget like toy oh, yeah. things that he would he would sit at his desk just with it in his hand but uh when he's listening to asmr he doesn't need it as much because his his brain is busy yep. like listening to all of the sounds and picking them apart because there are layers of sound within ASMR. See, that's uh, see, I really appreciate hearing you say that too, because that, that that's, it, it's good to hear that there's like those success stories, right? Like it's like, no, this is, this is something that is helping people. And just cause you don't understand it, just because it might be, it's being flashed in your face as a negative. If you're only watching the news, it's like, no, there's a huge part of this. That's, truly helping people and that's what it's about like that's awesome like holy crap if you can go on youtube and find something that helps you you know work through these struggles and that's that's a win that's huge Mm -hmm. that's awesome anyways the question is what's your favorite submarine movie (laughs) Uh, okay um my favorite submarine movie it's very recent it it came out last year but um underwater with Kristen stewart haven't done that I said, one yet. I, yeah. I know Kristen Stewart, but I don't okay, know that movie. I don't know if that was a sub movie because I remember seeing it and I was like, "Wow, you know this this could be it." But it's a sub movie. Um, so it takes place like uh, I classify it as a sub movie. I could be completely wrong. It takes place underground, underground, underwater, like deep underwater. But there is um there there are pods that. Uh, move around underwater and then they like the way they get around is kind of like kind of like a submarine so i just kind of uh classified it as that because other than that i haven't watched a lot of submarine movies sounds like check it out then we've had some uh we've had some loose definitions on submarine movies as we're now you know 133 episodes in um we've uh We've moved the needle a little bit on what we consider sub sometimes. <laughs> well, I definitely recommend it. It's, I don't know, it's kind of like an alien horror type movie. And like mm-hmm. you put horror and aliens together and I'm there. So have you seen The Abyss? Right. The Abyss. Ah, it's from 89. So it's a James Cameron movie with uh, Ed Harris in it. And it is. Exactly what you just said. Really? Right. I don't think I've seen it. I'll have it's to good. check that out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's a fun It's one. long, but it's it's a good <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a long movie, but it was fun. It's a fun okay. Do, All right, right, is that your last question, think, Zach, or do you I, have another According one? to the script that I was provided, my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He has my, my next one. line is, um, what's your favorite Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> um, okay. My favorite Adam Sandler movie is The Wedding Singer. Yeah, that's The a Wedding good Singer, answer. definitely. That's a great that, that answer. Is, Hell yeah, of an that, answer. That's like top two, mm-hmm. top three for me. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. Mm-hmm. Zach, you're pretending like you didn't want to ask that question. I know, question. and I love that. <laughs> that was your Wait, question. You didn't even make that question. That was, that was question. question. That actually was. I just oh, had to act okay. like a dick. And then you stole but, the sub one from me? But um, right. no, no. Wedding Powell, Singer. Powell, what's your what's favorite your part favorite? of Wedding Singer? Do you have a, remember a favorite scene or anything? 
Uh, my favorite scene is when he's singing to Drew Barrymore and that the somebody yeah, kill me, yeah. please. <laughs> I, I know every word to that. I listen to it. I have it on a playlist on Spotify. Like, it's a it's a that, banger. A, I listen to it a I lot. I love hearing you say that. It's literally on a playlist of mine on Spotify. Ben, w- were you there when we listened <laughs> to that at the cabin the other weekend? Yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were cranking that up to the cab when we were all together. It was awesome. That's mm-hmm. so cool. Uh, mm-hmm. 10 out of yeah. 10. <laughs> yes, I agree. Great answer. Uh, and thank you for being open and, and answering our questions there and uh, informing us. I don't think any of us were, were experts coming in. Uh, to this podcast on the topic of ASMR. Um, so I appreciate that. And now it's time for us to open up and embarrass ourselves. We're going to, we're going to go, we got to go a little off script here. I have a lightning round oh, question gosh. set for you. Okay. Oh Courtney, these, are, these are easy. It's just either or. You tell me which one. Okay. Okay. And this is just so listeners know a little bit more about you. Um, so it'll be, don't even think about it, just whichever one, all right? M&Ms or Skittles? M&Ms. Pokemon red or blue? Red. Broccoli or cauliflower? Uh, broccoli. Jonah Hill or Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio. Jonah Hill or Channing Tatum? Uh, Jonah Hill. Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Osborne. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel Adams? Samuel L. Jackson. Helen Hunt, Meg Ryan? Uh, Meg Ryan. Miley Cyrus or Lindsay Lohan? Miley Cyrus. Creed or Nickelback? <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yes. Nice. Meet the Parents or Meet the Fockers? Meet the Fockers. Jurassic Park or Mrs. Doubtfire? Mrs. Doubtfire. Forrest Gump or The Lion King? The Lion King. Toy Story or Batman Forever? <laughs> Toy Story. Independence Day or Twister? Twister. <laughs> Titanic or Men in Black? Uh, Titanic. Jeff Goldblum or Jeff Foxworthy? Jeff Goldblum. Nick Cage or Nick Jonas? Nick Cage. Yes! Nice. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That's it. That's should, the light. Okay, I was going to say you should end Kyle, that. We need, we need more of that every week. I love that. Yeah, we just need yeah. to do that. That's yeah, not that's, our podcast. That was spectacular, dude. <laughs> I was really doubting you, and then you went and did something like that and totally (laughs) redeemed yourself. (laughs) I was cracking up when I saw the thing like, what's the Adam Sandler movie? And I was like, wait, seriously, I just put that question on my uh, (laughs) list. Well, it's funny you did Billy Madison. What was your other one? Happy Gilmore? And she said Gilmore, and it weren't even her top two. I was like, thank God, dude. I thought he was going to do Meg Ryan or Jack Nicholson after he did the Billy (laughs) Madison one. Jack Nicholson now? Oh, my God. Or Jack Nicholson 1983. Uh, Meg Ryan. (laughs) Okay, so for this next section, anybody listening, watching, I pray to God you're watching. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you, Courtney, do you have any idea what we're about to do? I am completely clueless. Y'all have given me no hints whatsoever. That's great. Right, good. Last Perfect. night, so, I was playing Among Us with Courtney and found out that she is even a fan of America's Next Top Model. So segues perfectly. With that, that, we're just going to roll the clip. Welcome to America's Next Top ASMR Artist, hosted by Mackie Studios. The hosts of the Submersion Podcast have put together their first ASMR videos. They will be judged by up-and-coming YouTube sensation and ASMR artist, Amber Court. We hope you enjoy. 
We have all created our own ASMR videos to show to you and the world tonight. Uh, and we want to, I don't know, should she just rate us out of 10 here? Sure. Seems easy okay. enough. Okay. So I have us going in alphabetical order. So Am I first? Do I get to introduce it a little bit? If you want to introduce it, go ahead. Just real brief. Uh, I was going to go for a nostalgia theme since uh, we were watching the Magic School Bus. <laughs> Very nostalgic moment for me to go back and watch something from my childhood. I ended up scrapping that theme at the last minute. Still kind of kept it in there, which you'll you'll kind of piece together. But uh, I just know Courtney likes when I do accents and impressions, so I ended up playing off that theme instead. So go for it. Welcome to Bromatron ASMR. This is broadcasting live to all the blokes and sheilas out there across the globe. Bromatron, here I am right here in Sydney, Australia, at the old opera house there, and I'm going to be giving you a audio sensory experience of the Australian people that you won't soon forget. So, in case you didn't know, in Australia here, when you get into an argument with somebody, they might tell you to get on your bike and tell your story walking. Well, I intend to do just that tonight with my audio sensory experience straight out of the outback. And I'm going to be using some help from these old Pokemon cards I found in my drawer the other day. Probably worthless pieces of rubbish anymore, but I've got a first edition Articuno here. He's going to help me tell that story and help you get that authentic Australian sensory experience. Check it out. Beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Beautiful. <clears throat> I was watching so I, Jamie's face through most of it. Oh, no, I was, I'm, I'm very impressed and this is the thing. Like, so I don't know. I'm next, I assume, right? You're next, but we got to, okay. we got to, we got to get the rating or should we oh. wait? Do you want to rate them at the end or you want to rate them right after you watch them? I want to rate them right after I watch them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You get a nine out of ten. Yes. Uh, yes. The accent was perfect. Uh, the mouth sounds you were making when you were talking also sounded really great. That bike, that 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 was that was impressive. I've never <laughs> seen anything like that before. Yes, I'm an innovator. I yes. wanted to do the most cumbersome thing I could do, and it was a pain in the ass <laughs> getting that bike in my room. It looked like it. Well, I, I loved it. I loved it. Thank you. Wild man, truly childlike. The accent, just like, like what the (laughs) hell is going on? And that you sacrifice an Articuno (laughs) like that? I mean, dude, that's that's some dedication right there. It is. All right, Jamie, you're next. You got to follow up a nine out of ten. You want to introduce this? Sure. It's not a it's not a visual visual extravaganza, but it is. uh, I I tried to um, do 
what I had seen as a, a textbook definition of AMSR as best I could, while also tying it to a thing that I love myself, which is bad movies. And this is Whoa. a monologue from uh, our favorite bad movie, uh, Here on Earth, starring Chris Klein. So you can play that. My God, I've never heard about this movie so many times to this game. All right. Should I just roll this, Jamie? Just roll it and roll it away. Good afternoon, classmates and invited guests. Today we mark the end of our infancy. The end of our childhood. The end of our beginning. As new graduates, we look forward with hope to the future. And then the future becomes the past. At what point in our lives do we begin thinking about the past? And the future. I know when I was a child, I never gave them much thought. I miss those days. <laughs> Robert Frost once wrote about his carefree youth, climbing the branches of birch trees. He wrote, So I was once myself a swinger of birches. So I dream of going back to be. So do I, Mr. Frost. <laughs> so do I. Oh my God, <laughs> Jamie! Holy so shit! One, yeah, so that is that is the valedictorian valedictory speech by Chris Klein. Uh, he has been kicked out of school. They have <laughs> taken away his his valedictorian title. He climbs to the top of a hill and speaks these lines. I, wow, that eye yeah. contact that did it was, for me. I tell you what, if I was ever to get into ASMR, that's what—that's the content I'm looking for. Jamie, I was all. Well, so this is. This is awesome. I feel like this is the uniqueness of it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, it's not important what we think; it's what our guest host and key judge Courtney thinks. Uh, I'm gonna have to give it an eight out of ten. I, you don't understand how good that sounded. Like, wow. besides, like I was listening to your words, but I was. Mostly only hearing the noises, if that makes sense. I, right. I kind of was paying attention to what you were saying, but I was mostly just listening to how you said it. And you could make an ASMR channel. Like, wow. That, that sounds like Because well, the thing, and I was wondering this, because I, I, I kind of chose that because it was from the movie that I liked. Mm -hmm. But at one point it says like, uh, like branches of birch trees, and mm -hmm. I was like, "Did I stumble upon something good?" Yes, like just here yes. because in my in my ear, I was like, "That sounds good." Yeah, like a branch birch birch branch trees. I'm like, "Oh, that's good. That's good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that <laughs> that's alliteration sound. Right. It really that really it sounds good. Now, Jamie, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I had to preview these a little bit, you know, just to get them ready. And when I first watched yours, it like freaked the shit out of me. I was like, what <laughs> is he doing here? <laughs> He had a little bit of like a Nosferatu vibe there. Yeah. How he yeah. was like hunched over his microphone. He was like hunched over and then his eyes shot to the well, camera. I, I was like, oh my God, oh, what's going yeah, on with well, that? I did that one on purpose. Oh, that's good. You just like stared into my soul when you were doing that. Uh, I should introduce mine. Um, maybe I even shouldn't. I don't know. Uh, Do you want to be final, Kyle? Or, there or are, did you, you want to be the huh? final one? El Capitan? Or... No, okay. dude, it's fine. You oh, I don't care. Do you're we were we were going alphabetical. Oh, that's so. fine. Um, there are certain stigmas and stereotypes that I have to live with having the name Kyle, <laughs> and um, that may tip off 
some listeners, or Zach, I think he might know a little bit. Uh, and there's also some other stereotypes I live with with being a, a, uh, a girl dad. So, with that said, my name is Kyle, and this is my first submission to the ASMR universe. <laughs> the monsters. <laughs> God. And wow. Yeah. So, uh, I love that black and white. Yeah, man. Get that all, get that all in there. The, uh, monster cans and the American girl doll. Uh, yeah. Just doing it. Just doing it real big. That was art. And then you had mentioned the silicone baby earlier. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've got this doll. <laughs> very similar. Very similar. Um, no, that was art. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it sounded really good. Uh, and that the baby doll, um, the monster cans, I wish you would have tapped on them. I wanted you to so bad. And you, when you oh, clink, really? them, clink them together a little bit, I was like, ah. But um, the, <laughs> the baby doll, the baby doll was, was great. The scratching and then the little knuckle uh, rubbing together. <laughs> I'm going to have to give you uh, I'm going to give you an 8 out of 10. I almost want to give you a 7 out of 10 because you didn't tap on the the monster cans, oh, but yeah. but the quality of the video saved yeah. you. I I loved it. That was my favorite so far. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. I I'm interested to know what the listeners of our <laughs> podcast are going to think is actually <laughs> happening in these things. Uh, that's true, yeah. I yeah, appreciate like, What the hell are these noises we're hearing? <laughs> right, especially little knuckles going against each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, I, what do they actually I thought he had some innovative sounds there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. All right, here. And then, Zach, you want to introduce yep, yours? So, mine was originally like four minutes. Had to cut that down to a minute 30. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so just so there is a. Uh, there's a Zach ASMR after dark. If you, that's like four minutes. That's four <laughs> minutes long if we ever post that. But uh, this is shaved down to a minute 30. And I'll preface this saying I was three drinks in on an empty stomach. Wow. Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box? <gasps> oh. <laughs> A screw. What else? Oh. 
inches. <laughs> a hammer. God. Yeah. Wow. Get your cock out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's Saturday Zack Live ASMR Live. classifies more into the aggressive <laughs> ASMR that's, category. That's definitely more a- aggressive ASMR. Um, oh, okay. I, I promise cry laughing and yeah. the, fan, the fans get it. That was great. Dude, that was good. When you drop that at the end and like, it sounded like my like speakers are just blown out. It's like, what the hell was when that? When I listened to it the next day, I was like, I'm going to keep it in. I got to keep that in. It's just so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I absolutely loved that. Uh, if I could give that a ten, I would. But in the you name can. of ASM, in the name of ASMR, <laughs> I'm not sure I can. Um, I really think you'd cause somebody uh, more stress <laughs> some of the things you were doing. Like you hammering your hand, I'm just like, ow, ow, okay, and hammering the mic. Um, oh my god! When the sounds weren't uh, busting my eardrums, they were nice. They were very nice. Um, your whisper was good up until you were talking in a normal voice at the end. Um, <laughs> that ending. Problem. I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you an eight out of ten yes. as well. Wow. Um, honestly, if you had whispered throughout the whole way through, and you keep keep the dropping thing at the end, and that's fine. The comedic relief. That's great. Uh, it was the it was the hammer on the microphone that was just like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> Uh, wow. Okay. So, winner of America's Next Top ASMR with a score of 9 out of 10 is our Australian Pokemon card bike man, Brom. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I don't deserve it, and I'm not trying to be humble. I, I really loved what you guys did. I, that was kind of just one after the other. I just loved it more and more. You guys did great, too. Yeah, with our powers combined, maybe uh, maybe we got something <laughs> on our hands here. Submersion <laughs> ASMR. We'll have to think of right. a good witty name. Mm-hmm. See, that's the crazy thing about ASMR. Like, Brom, yours is my favorite. Like, I found it funny, but also your your accent and the way you were saying the words really did something for me. But you you said you liked Kyle's more. 
And that's just that's that's just how ASMR works. Different things right. work for different people. Yeah, I feel like I, I could watch like Kyle's for, for an entertainment value. I don't know if I'd get the tingling sensation. I haven't mm-hmm. got it from the videos I've watched so far, like this like sincere ASMR channels. <laughs> uh, but just Kyle in- innovating with his sounds and his production quality was really fun. I like Jamie's. Uh, Jamie's obviously from a humor perspective as well. Was that Chris Klein's character? Oh yeah, that I gave mean, that obviously. monologue. That was that was hilarious. And then what yeah. what else can be said about Zach? That was a masterpiece. So my God, dude, when <clears throat> when the tape measure went in, <laughs> it just—it's like my God, what is? Uh, why? Uh, I'll, 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 on the Google Drive, I'll put I'll put my whole video up. It's 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 not great. It's ridiculous. Ja- I like Jamie's the best. Jamie, I could honestly, if you did a YouTube that channel simple. that was just like epic movie quotes or like something like that, but ASMR, <laughs> Chris yeah, Klein quotes. Well, I did. I actually record. I recorded another one, uh, but I deleted it. <laughs> but it was a Dungeons. It was a monologue from Dungeons and Dragons. The film adaptation. <laughs> Uh, it didn't work though because it's a dialogue and it was a little too intense. So I kind of. Right, so you'd out. be like, like sitting there talking yourself, or you could just kind of, and it's like, and what for mages? And you, it doesn't work for whispering. <laughs> the intensity <laughs> of the mages. Um, was it uh, the the evil wizard? Uh, what's his name? No, no. Jeremy Irons. But Jeremy no. Irons. Yeah, it was not Jeremy Irons. Although that would have been crazy. It'd just been cackling though, so it doesn't work for whispering either. Uh, his his character's crazy, but. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I think that, this is right? actually kind of this is kind of interesting. This is the first real video, intensive video thing we've done. Mm-hmm. It is kind of fun. I had, a, I had a blast. I did too. And this is this is like I said, the second thing my wife walked in on me doing, <laughs> other than me doing the VR. And she walked in, and I was doing this. She's like, "What in the hell is going on here?" I'm like, "What, yeah, Emma, my what daughter's part, doll." What part did she walk in on? Was it you with the baby? Because yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people would ask questions about that. <laughs> it was like right. It was like right after I was done. So I had like all these lights on this big green screen up. I had the doll in my hand still, and she's like, "What's going on here?" I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> Just let me be. Let me do my thing here. All right. Thank you very, very much uh, again, Courtney, for participating in that. I hope you had fun with that. That um, was great. It was, I had no idea. I could have never even guessed what you guys <laughs> were going to do. <laughs> we have no shame. That's okay. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zach, you said you oh got a Zach gosh, back I forgot. Us. Yeah, hit it. Say yeah, it again. Oh, my gosh. I forgot. Hit it. Zach Facts, it's Zach Facts. When you're going down, get some Zach Facts. When you're going down. Okay, uh, coming in hot this week with the last minute Zach Facts. We only got one. Uno, uno, uno. One. Um, <clears throat> is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready? I'm ready, man. Spaghetti. Did someone say reboot? <laughs> MTV sure did. They are rebooting the Magic School Bus as the Magic Tool Bus. <laughs> Where a bunch of guys ride around listening to Tool going to college campuses. But the twist is that all the college campuses are for the blind. 
So they will have to learn to love and listen without boasting their ginormous muscles. And the winner gets $10,000. Wow. I would, I guess I'd watch that. You would? I wouldn't. I, maybe. I don't know. You wouldn't? Well, in that show, Tool Academy, right? Oh, was that a right? thing? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a thing. That was a thing when we Dude, were in college. I thought... There was a guy on there that screamed this line. I can say it after the show, but it was ridiculous. Tool, I thought we watched the Jersey Shore in college. <laughs> I didn't. I know it was on, but I wasn't, I wasn't really I'll watching. I'll get you it on Blu-ray. Zach, Zach would they have uh, uh, licensed music from Tool on the Magic Tool bus? Uh, no, it was just covers. <laughs> Covers a tool. That's that's clutch. That's cheap. John Mayer covers <clears throat> of tool. John the Mayer. Whole time. Yeah, man. His body's a wonderland. Yeah, but sounding like tool. <laughs> uh, thanks again, everyone. Uh, this was great. Thanks, Courtney. Uh, share with uh, with the listeners where they can find uh, find you to to watch your uh, YouTube channel and any social media you want to plug. Uh, yeah, you, you can find me on YouTube, uh, just Amber Court ASMR. Uh, Amber Court's all one word. All right. My apologies to Australian listeners. Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com. 